Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes podcast. It is Monday, April 27th. I am your host, Dr. Paul Etchison, and I hope you're getting by all this COVID stuff. I hope we're starting to think about when are we going to open. It looks like we're starting to get the green light soon. I know some, some of my friends are opening up in Indiana and Kentucky today, so good luck to you guys as well as some many other states. And I think we're going to kind of roll this out and see how it goes. As far as Illinois, we have the state home order all the way until the end of May, and I am planning on opening up maybe early June, maybe mid-June. Who the heck knows? But hey, if you're planning on getting those air purifiers, I talked about my last uh, solo episode from Surgically Clean Air. That offer is valid until May 1st, and all you have to do is email John at Surgically Clean Air and let him know that you heard about it on the podcast. That's $500 off and free shipping. John is spelled J-O-N, so J-O-N at surgicallycleanair.com, S-C-A-Dental.com if you want to check that out and see what those are about. I got two of the Cascade units. Um, do what you want. You know, I've had some people email me about it. I, you know, this is what I decided to do. Is it the right thing to do? I don't know, but this is what I decided to do. So I hope we're all getting ready to go back. All right, today I want to talk about something that's non-dental kind of because I just feel like everyone's just, you know, we might be overloaded with dental stuff right now and there's not a whole lot we can do when we're closed, you know? So let's talk about compassion. And, and what does compassion mean in our dental setting? What does it mean for ourselves? And I'm going to go on a kind of a, a different tangent than I usually go on, but I just want to talk about what compassion is. So let, let, we look it up in the dictionary. It's essentially the concern for the suffering of others. So compassion is showing concern for other people's suffering. What does this mean in our dental setting as far as patients go? Okay, so let's talk about patients with their fear. So we, we, we're concerned and we, we, we give them a pass. We understand we're gracious, that they might be scared. They might be scared of the dentist. We don't know why. We don't know what happened in their upbringing. We don't know what their previous experiences are like, but we know that they're fearful and we just accept it as is. Some patients don't have any money and that's okay too. You know, they might be broke. They might say no because they are totally broke. Um, The other thing is, is their values. They may just not care if they have teeth. They want to wait till it hurts. And I know a lot of people have been getting some uh, emergency calls while we've been closed from people that are not patients and they just it's not an emergency problem that just happened it's, it's been neglect for years and years and years and showing compassion means that we just understand that we don't know that person's circumstances we don't know what their values we don't know their their experiences growing up and we just have to accept it as it is some people and most people are not going to care about their teeth as much as we care about their teeth and that's okay all right Now, that's talking about compassion in the patient sense. I want to talk about self-compassion. And what does it mean to be compassionate towards yourself? And I think a lot of us, you know, most of us really fail at this. Now, if we think about the way we're raised and growing up, all of our experiences, as children, we, we kind of learn what's called these like survival systems. So we learn these growing up. You know, some people think that kids are just this empty slate. And as parents, we have to pump and we have to mold them. We have to create who they are. We've got to instill all these values in them. And essentially what we do is we correct, okay? We, we, we tell them what we want them to do and we correct them when they don't do it. And we, we punish. There's consequences. There's discipline. But essentially what the child, child learns and what we've all learned is that if we behave one way, we, we get love. And if we don't behave that way, we get punished so. So what we do is we learn how to behave in a proper way 
and sometimes we just don't measure up. Now, that's as a child. What happens? Do we take these into adulthood? We sure do. We believe that there's a better version of ourselves inside ourselves. We believe that we're not currently measuring up. Now, that could be our weight. That could be our appearance. That could be how much money we have in the bank. That could be our success, our social skills, how charismatic we are, etc. But when we don't match up to what we think we should be, we should be in quotes, we punish ourselves, right? Just like our parents punished us for not measuring up. But we punish ourselves mentally where we ask ourselves questions like, oh, why did I say that? Or why am I so lazy all the time? Why can't I get off the couch and get in the gym? Why do I always eat when I'm bored? Why am I so bored to begin with? Why do I, why do I drink so much? Why do I smoke? You know, th- things like this. We're always asking, why do we keep doing these behaviors that we know are not in line with the people that we want to be? So we punish ourselves with our self-talk, with the way that we, we think of ourselves, our view of ourselves. And we actually believe, you know, that this punishment is necessary because it's going to help us be good. If I don't verbally, if I don't mentally punish myself, how can I get better? How can I, how, I need to punish myself for eating that because I know it was the wrong thing to do and I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to be better next time. So it kind of ties into this whole idea. And I know a lot of dentists, well, I'm a perfectionist. I'm a perfectionist. We hear this all the time. But if you really think about it, what is perfectionism? I mean, it's just an insecurity. It's, it's, it's that childhood belief that, you know, we can be perfect and that we must become something that we're not that we have to be better, that we have to be perfect in order for it to be acceptable, all right? So there's that voice in our head and it's constantly, it's it's masking itself as our coach. It's our coach that's gonna make us better and it's telling us, don't do that, why did you do that? You shouldn't have did that, you are lazy, stop being so lazy, get off the couch, things like that. And let's think about like how critical this voice is in our head and everybody has it. I mean, it's amazing that we even listen to that voice at all. Now think about the voice and the things that you tell yourself, that you're lazy, that you're, you're fat, you're overweight, that you're, you're not successful enough, and everybody has their own insecurities. But if we had a friend that was that critical of ourselves, that was as critical of ourselves as we are of ourselves, we would have got rid of that friend a long time ago. But yet, since it's ourselves, we keep it and we listen to it and we internalize it. So, so how do we fix this so that we can feel better? How do we fix this? Well... The good news is, is that it's, it's fixable, and I'll tell you how, is that first we got to be aware of the voice, aware of when the voice is telling us that we don't measure up, aware of when we're, we're mentally beating ourselves down for something that we did. But we need, even more importantly, we need to realize that there's nothing to fix because there's absolutely nothing wrong with us. There's nothing wrong with us to begin with. There's nothing to fix. And if we want to love others, we have to first love ourselves. So we can't, we just like, we can't give something to others that we don't have. Like you can't have a, a, a starving child that has two pieces of corn and ask them to, to share that when they really have nothing to share to begin with. We can't give love to others if we don't first love ourselves. So I am not saying to give up on your goals. I am not saying to become complacent in, 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 in everything that you do and just say, yeah, screw it. You know? I'm just going to love myself as is. I'm saying that to silence that voice that keeps telling you that you don't measure up. You're perfect just the way you are. I still want you to work towards your goals, but I want you to work from that motivation of loving yourself, not in response to the fact that you don't love your current self. So does that make sense? So I want you to think about a child that's learning how to walk. That child falls down. 
and they get up and they get up and they fall down and they fall backwards and all this stuff. Now, from, from a criteria of walking, that child is very, very unsuccessful until they finally figure out how to walk. But what we need to realize is that child gets up. It, the child doesn't say, oh, why can't I walk? Why can't I walk? And they get, well, then they, get, they just sit down and they give up. No, that's not what I'm saying. But you got to realize that the failure is just part of the process. It's not, it doesn't make you unsuccessful. So we are not on this earth. We are, we are not here to become an acceptable person. You are here to accept the person that you are so that you can give the same acceptance to everyone you know. Give that acceptance and love. So there is nothing to do to become a good person because we are already all good. And we need to realize that punishing ourselves, it, it, it doesn't do anything to make us good. It just makes us hate ourselves a little more. So we need to offer ourselves, we, we need to look at ourselves with the same compassion that we offer to our patients. We need to start offering it to ourselves. And we need to just accept ourselves for who we are as good people. We're already good. There's nothing wrong with us. So I hope that wasn't too woo-woo for you today, but I thought I wanted to take a little more like self-help direction with this podcast because I'm just kind of tired of talking about dental business right now when there's absolutely nothing I can do for my dental business when I'm closed. I mean, there's things to do, but there's very little to do. So if you are one of those people that's beating yourself up to death saying, you know what, I got all this time and I'm not getting the things done that I said I would do if I had more time, that's fine. Do that. You are fine the way you are. Hey, if you thought this was a great podcast, would you just reach out to me and let me know? Dentalpracticeheroes at gmail.com. So, hey, be compassionate to yourself. Love yourself. You're fine just the way you are. Everybody have a great week. We'll talk to you next week.